Welcome back to After the Buzzer Sports Talk, and I'm your host, Aiden Mayer. Okay, so welcome back. Today we're going to be joined by Colin, and today there's a lot to get to. Um, So, um, we are going to possible bet on the line with the caller. Uh, we're going to get to that first on David Price, and then we're going to talk about the Jordan Howard trade. Uh, then after, we're going to talk about Greg Schiano stepping down from the Patriots defensive coordinator and our thoughts about that, and then whether or not DeMarcus Cousins is hurting the um, Golden State Warriors. So we're going to get to all of that, starting with the um, possible bet with the caller uh, coming off right now. Okay, so the caller is the same one from last episode, Billy from Bill Ricca, and he's giving us our uh, his thoughts on our tight end list that we gave him that was recommended, so I told you I'd give that to you guys if you asked for it. Just call in the Anchor Mobile app, explain it every single episode. Um, and he is going to t- uh, make a hot take, and there's a possible bet on the line. We'll see how this goes, so um, let's take a listen. This is Billy from Bill Ricca calling back here. And I just wanted to say you nailed it on your top five tight ends. You are right, Tony Gonzalez. He's the man. And right behind him, you got Gronk. But I want to give you my next hottest of hot takes ever. I'm talking this one's hotter than the August sun when the windows rolled up. Your favorite man, David Crybaby Price, is starting this season off 3-0. I'll put some money down on it. You can bring it to the bank. You tell me what your thoughts are. Billy out. You gotta love Billy. You're hotter than the August sun with the windows rolled down. Take it to the bank. Oh, it's great. Um, but three and oh. All right, so he he agreed with our tight end list. Well, mine. Not uh, he you had Gate second. I, Excuse me, sorry, Billy. Oh, but you gotta you gotta name. like you gotta like Billy. You gotta like Billy. Um, and David Price starting the year out three and oh. How much money are we betting? Because that's not happening. David Price, I told you, he just went on a run in the postseason. I don't like David Price. That's why he said, your favorite guy. And I, I, I just don't did, really highly dislike David Price. Bad guy in the clubhouse. And I just don't think he's that good, especially when the weather's not nice. The weather's not nice enough for, uh, oh, nice enough for David. When, when the green grass is out, oh, he's allergic. Yeah, he, I, listen, <laughs> I, I, how much money, Billy, you want to... Colin, um, go ahead. How much money are we putting on the table? I'm I, willing. Whatever to bet you want, I'm. I'll bet. David Price is. Not I don't going. think he's going three and zero. He might. In the maybe he might go three and zero if he decides. You know what? I'm going to pitch in July when the weather's the hottest. Maybe I don't know. But and, I, he's oh, not going. 3-0. And you've got to forget he can't pitch on a normal grass field that has to be all turf. He's he's allergic to grass. So, uh, Billy, you wanna. Call in on how much money you're gonna vet. That's fine. And um, do more of the uh, the metaphors like the uh, the yeah hotter, hotter than the August sun with the windows rolled down. Uh, good one. You get a crack out of Philly. Um, 
But now, after that, so he can call in. You guys can call in. Whether you think uh, David Price will go 3-0, and whether you think I'm wrong, Billy's wrong, or whatever you want to talk about, Anchor Mobile app. All right, so now we are going to get to the Jordan Howard trade. So yesterday, um, the Chicago Bears traded their running back, Jordan Howard, to the Philadelphia Eagles for a 2026th round pick. Now, as soon as I looked at this, I said, wait a minute. I Listen, my first initial, my first initial thought when I heard Jordan Howard was traded, I said, good move by the Bears. But then I saw their return and I said, eh, not a huge fan of this. And here's why. Jordan Howard may have had not a great season last season. He, not every season, God, that was a tongue twister. He only, you know, he still had a good year, though. Nine touchdowns, 935 yards. I mean, sure, he had the least yards. Last year was his worst year, let me just say that. But Tariq Cohen now has the reins in the backfield for Chicago, and that's what they need to do. They need to move Jordan Howard, but for a sixth-round pick? I think he's worth the fourth-round pick, if you ask me. Fourth round pick, maybe you'd have to give up a sixth or a seventh to get a third. But this guy's only 24 years old, and he's still good. He can get you he can get you a catch or two out of the backfield each game. He can I mean last year he only had 3.7 yards per attempt, but I feel like they didn't focus on him enough. And this is a great move by the Philadelphia Eagles. His contract is eh, but you give a sixth round pick to finally get your running back. I think Howard's still good. And I even Gave him too much criticism last year. He almost cracked 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns on 250 attempts, which should be enough. But Tariq Cohen, they started leaning towards him rather than Howard. Instead of, like, splitting off, they started leaning toward Cohen. They needed to get Howard out of there. And Howard should be happy to be gone. And Philadelphia, let me tell you, I still think they're a really good team. I like the coach. I... Um, and the receiving core, I really like Zach Ertz, but Alshon Jeffrey, meh, Nelson Aguilar is all right. But I feel like they need that, you know, their next Golden Tate. But their receiving core is solid. Their offensive line is very good, and their defense, their pass rush is really good. Their secondary needs a little work, but they needed a running back. The biggest thing with their team is how's Carson Wentz going to come back, but Jordan Howard, that's a good addition. They tried getting a Jai last year, so they've tried to give up these mid-round picks to get their running back. They're obviously invested. They have a ton of, like, like backup-type caliber guys like Clement, Corey Clement, and those types of guys, Darren Sproles, uh, Wendell Smallwood. They have these types of guys, but they really need that, that top back to carry low. That's Jordan Howard. I don't think this trade is going to work as well as everybody thinks. Sure, it will be good for this upcoming season, but then after that, Jordan Howard, he's going to be needed to move again because J.J. is going to come back, and he's a... No, no, no. I think J.J. was a one, one-shot one wonder. He, to me, he, um, he spent like seven, six weeks in Miami, and he had like one touchdown. So, last season... Not last season. The season before that, J.J. had a great season in Miami. Then the season, and he wasn't really expected to. The next season, he goes. To, he plays in Miami again, lays an egg. He was horrible. And then he goes to Philadelphia and gets hurt. So based off what I saw, even in Philadelphia, the few weeks that he, he was there, he wasn't much better. So I don't really, I think Ajayi maybe could come back as like a, 
you know, power back type. Like, maybe they're, like, next LeGarrette Blunt. Like, he's not really a LeGarrette Blunt, but he kind of has that size-ish. But I don't know what they're going to do. I think it's clear. They they traded for Jordan Howard for a reason. They don't think Ajayi's going to come back and be the same player. Mm, I don't know. I think it's just the what they... Or they don't have great hopes on it. Or, like... Or they saw the value and they're like, yeah, sure. Or, yeah. That's what I was thinking. They, they saw that all they had to give up was a seventh rounder, and they're like sixth, 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 sixth rounder. And I was like sixth, big difference. Okay, and I was like, and they were just they probably just said sixth rounder. Why not? I mean, find a running back for the season, and yeah, because they need they should be like they can they're there they have the talent. No, it's just how can Carson Wentz gel? In I actually like Corey Clement. I think he'd make a a good a, a not a starter good though receiver is my like receiving take. guy. Yeah, it's more he's more of like a James White kind of guy. Ish, a receiving kind of. Yeah, he's not, not really, James he's, White, but sort of. He's he's not really Type that guy that you're gonna hand it off to. He's more that guy that you're gonna throw it to out of the backfield. Yeah. All right, so now we are going to get to um Greg Schiano. See, he was a Patriots. Defensive coordinator will be stepping down, and here's the reason why coming up next and our thoughts on it. So we could have got to this Greg Schiano thing yesterday, but we didn't. We're kind of holding back a day late, but it's fine. Greg Schiano, all of a sudden, so Greg Schiano was never officially, technically, the defensive coordinator, but he was announced to be, and everyone was like, all right, Greg Schiano's the defensive coordinator. I didn't want him to be. I just thought he was like one of like Bill's friends. Like Bill has all his sons on the raw, like that coaching staff, like one of just Bill's buddies. Hopped on the coaching staff, now the defensive coordinator. I didn't like it. I don't like Greg Schiano. So when I heard this news, I was like, yes. So I was happy because, again, how much is it going to matter? Not, not really because we have Bill Belichick and we're the Patriots. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not trying to say that. Optimistic but, Patriots fan. No, I'm not trying to say that, but let's be honest. We've seen this stuff happen before. How much is it end up going to matter? Not a lot. But it was one of those things I didn't like. I just don't like this guy. And... It's okay to be optimistic sometimes. I'm always optimistic, optimistic. And then you're like, nope, you're you're optimistic. Sometimes too optimistic. You're pessimistic. Right. Oh, kind of make things interesting. Um, and what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So he, personally, I just didn't really didn't like him. And he announced that he wants to spend more time with his family and his faith. Which was a little weird at first. I won't lie. And people were just like looking for that juicy drama. Oh, something's going on behind the scenes. No, I don't think there is. A lot of people are reporting that he really, truly just wants to spend time with his uh, family and on his own faith. So apparently there's nothing really too sketchy going on. But again, um, who who really knows? But I, I'm, I'm just glad Chiano's gone. Well, my take is that... so. The Patriots have Michael Bennett. Michael Bennett does not like Greg Schiano. I don't think that's the big... And the, no. Greg Schiano leaves. No, that's not. No. Why would you think that? <laughs> because it's true. I, I know Michael Bennett said bad things about Greg Schiano a few years ago, but I don't think Greg Schiano left because Michael Bennett's on the team. Well, he might need to spend a little time with his family, but the main... Would he really drop out of no defensive Michael Bennett is not the main cause. Mm, yep. No. 
Maybe he played a small factor. I really just believe it was his... He, he definitely played a factor. Maybe a small factor, no, but Shiano's dealt that. with them before. You're going to deal with those types of players. I don't think... Michael Bennett was not that bad that he would have stepped out of his job. Did Bennett say bad things about Greg Shiano? Yes, that was hilarious. We went over that, but it's not going to lead to him quitting his job. I'm sure people deal with this all the time as coaches. You know, maybe this was kind of like, oh, it's not great, but did it lead to Shiano... Uh, dropping out of this job that he reported well, there were other had. factors, but yeah, that's the yeah, biggest but th- one. No, it is not. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Call in Anchor yes. Mobile App. What was the biggest factor? Was it, is family likes being reported for some reason Michael Bennett? Yes. Michael Bennett maybe played a very small factor. No, it's not very small. It's very big. Okay. Because Why? Gonna, Why do Because he's going to come out of retirement and go to a different team. He didn't retire. He just stepped away. He did. But he's going to go to a different team. We'll see. I mean, he stepped down. Maybe he'll come back on the staff with some sort of role. I don't know. I just don't like Greg Schiano, so I'm kind of happy that he decided, you know what, I'm going to go spend time with my family. That's fine. Go ahead. That's good. I don't don't like Greg Schiano. Bye, Greg. And I'd much rather have someone else running the defense. Please, please. I, I hated the signing from the beginning. And nothing against Greg Schiano, it's just I don't, I just don't like him. There are just some of those guys that I just don't like. Greg Schiano, one of them. But again, how much would it affect us? I don't know. So we'll see who our next guy is. Who's the next guy to step up um, for our team? And maybe someone on the staff right now. Who knows? Maybe Bill Sun, who's like the safety coach, will be running the offense because uh, defense. Because who knows? Uh, but Schiano stepped down, and I'm happy about him. You know, celebrating, having a little party. I, I just don't like him. With no one. I'm just <laughs> celebrating with myself. I'm kidding. I didn't really have a party over it, but I was, I was, you know, pretty happy to hear Shiano stuff. Almost down. like the, uh, the, uh, party that the Clippers had when they got Zoo back. <laughs> Story. Yeah, time. they apparently, just quick, the Lakers reportedly just offered Zoo batch to the Clippers, and the Clippers would. Or like okay, like they were just laughing. But anyway, now we're going to get to Demarcus Cousins. So this is a topic that's been going on for a while, ever since Cousins returned. Are the Warriors worse with Demarcus Cousins? We'll get to that right now. Okay, so Demarcus Cousins returned a little before the All Star break, but the Warriors started to really struggle when he came into the lineup. People were like, "It's all right, give it the All Star break." But here are the numbers on and off the court with and without DeMarcus Cousins. And we'll get to whether we think he's hurting the Warriors or not. So here are some of the things. The Warriors, since the All-Star break, are just 10-7, and and they ranked 14th in net rating during that spin, and their offense is scoring below average rates. When DeMarcus Cousins is on the court, which has been 623 minutes, Golden State's offensive rating is just 109.1, and... Their overall average is 114.8 per 100 possessions. So not only is 109.1 pretty significantly less than the Warriors' average, it's below NBA average when DeMarcus Cousins is on the court. Not only this, hear this. When Boogie is off the court, the Warriors' offensive rating is 115.2, and their net rating is a plus 6.3. When he's on, the net rating drops to plus 3. So it drops by more than half. When Boogie's on the court. And we have a sample size of 623 minutes now. This is no small sample size. 
Since the All-Star break, six Warriors have played at least 300 minutes, but of that group, only Cousins has a negative on-off differential of minus 0.7 on the Warriors. So all of these, plus I've seen the Warriors playing with Boogie, it's led me to believe they are worse with Boogie Cousins. I think they are. What do you think? I think... It's not that they're... It seems to me that they're uh, playing worse with... DeMarcus Cousins on the court, but I say go ahead, Warriors, keep doing it. Because I don't want to see them win another championship. But here's the thing. It's like telling me. It's it's like telling me the Warriors are better without an all-star caliber player. But they are. But they are, yes. And it in thinking about it in retrospect, it makes sense. You have Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. Okay, it's, just so yeah, Kevin Durant. Too much talent doesn't go well together. There is such thing as too much, and I think the Warriors are proving that to us on offense. You have Draymond. The thing about this Warriors is why they gel so well, because you're saying, well, last season they still had too much talent. Yes, but you had Curry and KD who want the ball a good amount. But Klay Thompson is a low, very low usage rate player, very high efficiency. And Draymond... It's a defensive player. That, that he's not going to do Clay much. Clay Thompson does not need the ball. That's the thing. Team. That's why it so well. You add Demarcus Cousins to the mix now, which is too much. Now there's only one ball to go around, and Demarcus Cousins kind of hurting that a little. Now, I don't want to say they're worse with Demarcus Cousins for that point that it's Demarcus Cousins, but they are. Okay, they. I think they they shouldn't be interested in Boogie. I say try to get Clay and KD back and just let Boogie walk. That's what I think. You, you just got to let him go. They're not you, getting KD. You got to let him go. You have to get your uh, JaVale McGee type center again. Like an average NBA center. You don't need a star. And that's not their fault. Like when you when you are the Warriors and you're like, we're going for a title now. And then you notice we can get DeMarcus Cousins on a one-year $5 million deal. Yeah, of course you pull the trigger. Of course. There's no doubt. I don't, I'm not blaming them for that. How are they supposed to project this? But... This offseason, you got to let Boogie walk. And you got to get your JaVale McGee type center that's not going to be a star and very ball dominant, but someone who can get the job done at center and be like an average center. I, that's what they do every year. They always have those four stars and then they get Zaza Pachulia. Or yeah, someone of that caliber McGee. would just fit better. You don't need a DeMarcus Cousins. And not even that you don't need, I think it's hurting you. And we've seen the numbers. They should venture. Not only. Yeah. It would work better. I mean, I no. I say you start out the game with Boogie, and yeah. then avoid here. No, no, no. Start him out for like the first four minutes because you have to remember egos, and Boogie has a big ego. True. And so you have to start him maybe the first four or five minutes of the game. Pull him out. Give him like twenty-eight minutes. Either put, and put him with the bench unit. Or this something. is what I'm gonna say. Put Boogie in. With a player like so, let's yeah, put, say no let's chop say, Boogie's so, minutes just a few, and then put him more out there with the bench. Like so start you, him, and then kind of put him out with the bench. So you have like four minutes left in the third quarter. Let's say here's what you want on the court. Maybe like something like Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Curry, and Boogie. You don't want you don't want Curry, Katie, and Boogie. Out on the court at the same time. It's and not that you don't want, but you you can't, you can't put them. Okay, 
Yeah, that's fair. And I mean, maybe Clay, as low usage as he is, he's still, you know. But that's not the point. Listen, I think he hurts them. What do you think? Yeah. Um, unless he proves that he can play with, like, the bench unit, then. Yeah, I mean, that's what they should do. You need to trim his minutes a few and put him out there less with the starters. And even still, when he's not out there with the starters, he still hurts them. Which just doesn't really make and, sense. And it, it's too much of a small sample size, as you would say. No, 623 minutes is a but no, 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 no. But not, um, not with the bench unit. True. All right, that is a pretty, that is a small sample size. But I think going out on the market this season, he's being, like people forget that he's a free agent as well because we talk about KD, Kawhi, Kyrie, all these guys. He's out there too. He still should be targeted as a big time free agent. Like I think the Mavericks should go after him because the Mavericks remember freed up cap space to get a you know, third max spot with the Harrison Barnes trade. So I think they're going to go after DeMarcus Cousins and Nicole Vucevic and try to get one of the two, I think. I think they should get Vucevic and add to the foreign Mavericks. <sighs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're going to get him. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever. That's, uh, you know, maybe. I don't know. But, I mean, Boogie, again... He's going to have value on the market. Don't do Warriors. Don't bring him back. And it, and it stinks that, you know, this had to happen. That you thought you are getting him this nice, cheap deal, and instead it, he's actually hurting the team. But they're probably going to win the title anyway. Agreed? But nope. they are. Who do you have <laughs> winning the title? Uh, I haven't decided yet. Here. Do I think they're unstoppable? No. Well, no, they're but. They're 10-7 Yes, but they're the Warriors. But they're not. And who good. said they were trying as hard as possible right now? They're probably Maybe. kind of resting down the stretch. What if I say they were trying as hard? Katie has sat some of these games and stuff, and they're. Listen, I don't know about you, but I mean, they're worse without Boogie, I think. But I still think they're the favorites to win the title. How how can they not be the, the Warriors? And I still think they're disgusting. Yeah, not so. the, and it depends on who, on how they do in the, the games leading up to. Obviously, they're gonna make the championship. That's like actually, you know what? I'm not I'm not too sure about that yet because I'm gonna the, leave the door crack open. I always I, will. Nothing's guaranteed. But this, I mean, the only thing is the Rockets and the Thunder are very good competitors against the Warriors. And the Rockets right now are 3-0 and versus them in the regular season. So, wait, I know they're, James, th- I'm pretty sure they're 3-1. Or 3-1, whatever. But they're winning the series by, like, a lot. And, you know, I don't think the Rockets blow 3-1 leads. Yeah, but that's the regular season. The thing about the Warriors is, you know, they're not fully focused in the regular season. They've even said it. Sometimes they lose a game, get frustrated because they're not like fully focused on these games, oh, and they're resting some of the time. So again, I think they're worse without Boogie. But how are they not the title favorites? They are the title favorites. I just don't think this year that they're gonna win it. Really? All right, we'll see about that. Yeah. Now I think we have a little time. We'll probably do some uh, mini game or something mini-game. to close things out. So uh, yeah, uh, we'll get to that coming up. Uh, next. Okay, so now we're going to play a new mini game. It's going to be on the NBA, and it's going to be 
who would you rather sell your franchise with right now? Age accountable. So you have to take age into consideration. So we're going to do three rounds each and ask us each other two players we would rather start our franchise with. So you can uh, I'll start by asking you, would you rather start your franchise with De'Aaron Fox or Zach Levine? Zach Levine. Why? Okay. Is De'Aaron Fox a fringe all-star? No. Is Zach no. Levine? Yeah, yes. but Levine's they, a little older. Z- Levine's a little bit older. He, this is a fifth but, season. Fox is second, I believe. Yeah, I don't think Fox will ever get up to that. Fox no, is a better no, no, defender, no, no, no. too. I take that back. Fox, Fox will be an all-star. Fox will be an all-star, yeah. yeah. But so will Levine, and I just feel like Levine will end up being... They're both young, so at this point, let's be honest, if they're both young... Who's just going to be the better player? Well, Levine's a little older. But they're both pretty young. Okay. So, it's I'm, I'm going to say Levine on this one. All right, ask me. Is he, he, he's a great player. But, um, uh, Anthony Davis or James Harden? All right, so this is a good one. Who do I think is the better player right now? James Harden. Who would I rather put up with? James Harden. Because Anthony Davis clearly, I don't know, but I'm starting with Anthony Davis, and the reason is because age. If I want, I, like for me, age matters a lot. James Harden is in his prime right now. Anthony Davis is uh, coming up in a few years, and a few could argue Davis is better than James Harden. Davis is the better defender, and Davis is only a spot or two behind James Harden right now. I think on my list, I don't have a list, but he's probably a spot or two worse than James Harden, and he's a few years younger, I'll take Anthony Davis. Okay. Alright, so the next one I'm asking you is, would you rather start your franchise with Russell Westbrook or Paul George? So you're not saying who's better, who would you rather start it with? Both very relative in age. That's one I really have to think Like, basically, you're basically not taking age into account who would you rather just start a team with. Okay, Paul George then. Because Russell... It's close. Russell Westbrook... Everybody's like, oh, he's not good because he's a stat patter. But you know what stat patters bring to the table every night? Assist. Full try hard. So that they're they're trying as hard as they can every night. And I like that, but Paul George is too good to pass up on. Alright. I do think Paul just, George has been better this yeah. season, like I don't know, like season before. Like it's tough. But alright. That one's close. Um, okay, my next one is also two teammates, Luka Doncic oh, yeah. or Kristaps Porzingis. I'm going with Luka here. and Kristaps does not get enough recognition for what he actually did. Compared his second-year stats to Dirk's, his stats actually were, like, I think better. But Kristaps, the thing is, like, Luka... Luca yes. is a few years younger, so I'm not putting age too much into account. But you had Porzingis' injury has to scare you a little, and I think it's going to be a little bit of a setback. I I got to go with Luca. Plus, you know, sometimes I know I picked Anthony Davis over James Harden, but I'll take that more like – I know Luca Doncic is like a power – can play power forward, but he's mostly a small forward slash shooting guard. But that guy kind of plays like a point guard as well. Like he can run an offense. Chris Stapps – not really. So that always You're plays a factor the as well. Unicorn. Yeah. So I'll take Luca. Uh, I think oh. majority would. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, the third and final one I have for you is: Would you rather start a franchise with Clay Thompson or Donovan Mitchell? So this one's tough because 
Donovan Mitchell's still young and Clay Thompson's in his prime. I say this one's easy. Clay may be better, but what do you think? Donovan. Yeah, Mitchell. I'll take Donovan Mitchell as well. But I will take. The him thing is, that was an odd day. question because the thing is, Donovan Mitchell's younger, and I feel like he's better to build a team around. But at the same time, Clay's a better player. But the only thing is, how young he is and how good. I don't think people notice how good Donovan Mitchell uh-huh. is. He's Crazy. caliber. He, right Super now, he's, thir- he's third. He's an All NBA third team caliber player. I don't um, think he'll make all NBA third team, especially at the I mean, the All Star game. He he he's a uh, All Star game snub. He should have been. Oh, there were a lot though. You could name them like Zach Devin Levine. Booker, Zach Levine. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess you could say you know, Buddy. No, Buddy no, I. But Bogdan you know, Tobias Harris, like, like, I don't know, Bogdanovich. But there were just a lot of All Star snub type players. So there were a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, I choose Donovan Mitchell as well. You add the age, I feel like it's kind of Clay's not really a guy that you build and your team around. Donovan Mitchell, yeah. Oh, wait, am I? I already said that. All right, yeah. ask me your last one. My last which one, which is D'Angelo Russell or Trey yes. Young, right? D'Angelo Russell or Trey Young, D uh, D'Lo. Uh, D'Angelo Russell. For me, I was always a huge D'Angelo Russell fan, even when people called him a bust. I will say, never gave up on him. I loved the potential. I loved this play style. Never considered him a bust. And like I never considered Trey Young. Like I like Trey Young at the beginning of the season. Never considered him a bust. But D'Angelo Russell. This is, Russell may be a little older, but the thing is, that guy is clutch. He's fearless. And although I don't like his personality, I love his play style. I don't really like Trey Young's personality either, but I, I'll I'll take D'Lo. I really like his play style. I like D'Angelo. This is what I hated. So I went so Everybody was asking me after the, um, a couple, like, let's say a couple months after the draft, like, a little bit before the NBA season starts, they're all saying, who do you think is going to be the best player out of the rookies? And they said, who do you think will have, like, the best career overall? I said, Trey Young. And they're all like, what are you talking about? Trey Young, he'll never be a good player. He's just too hyped up, and he's ne- he's never going to be a good player. And and every time I ask someone who who's going to be um, the best player, and every time I told them I thought it was Trey Young, everybody was like, no, Trey Young's not going to be good. And look what happened. He was a great player. So. Yeah, I'm. Mean, I'm not saying he isn't. I think he's a really good player. Like mm. now that I think but about it, it's I really have, close. I might have to take D'Angelo Russell though because it's, it's close now. It's now that I, I really think, think about it, like Trey Young's way younger, and he's arguably even putting up better stats. But I gotta go with D'Lo. I just right have now to. it's D'Angelo Russell. But yeah, I mean like, next year that cha- that could change. But I don't know that yeah. one. That one's way closer than maybe I cracked that up to be. But that's all we have for you guys today. Um, I hope you enjoyed it all. I hope you enjoyed uh Billy from Billerica. So any of you guys can that, call again quickly. I know. Sorry, it's it's the best impersonation I can do. It's not good. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> and then um, it's not that funny. Get, just get the Anchor Mobile app, punch in after Buzzer Sports Talk, and send in a voice message. Uh, quick and easy. You can add it at the end that you don't want it to be on. It's just a suggestion. You don't want it to be on the podcast. That's fine. I'll take in the suggestion and make a uh, podcast about it for you guys. So um, thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next time.